Welcome everyone back to the uh, Nintendo podcast. Oh wait, never mind. That was just a one week thing. <laughs> Justin is back. His voice is uh, doesn't sound like he was gargling glass uh, ten minutes before. L- listen, it still sounds a little rough. There's a it little. It sounds so good <laughs> compared to where yeah. it was. Yeah, it sounded rad and it hurt bad. Um, but I found out it's because I. Uh, I have a sinus infection, and the doctor actually asked me why it took me so long to go to, to go see them. Because uh, you're so I, a crazy person. Yeah. Well, listen, and you know, so he, here's the thing uh, with Canadian healthcare is yes, obviously it's free, but because of that, if anybody has like anything going on whatsoever, they go to they go to the clinics and stuff. So well, it's always I say like, should it because it's free. Well, exactly. So it's, but the, the thing is, the wait times are insane uh, all the time. Oh, okay. I just happened at like my lunch today. I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm just going to skip my lunch. I'm just going to go to the clinic and see if they're busy. Uh, and yeah, there was like nobody there. And I went right in. Cool. Um, but then I got my free drugs and uh, I took them today. So hopefully in like two to three days, all the draining will be done. And then yeah. I'll be back. So. As people can tell from the title of this episode, we are reviewing the 2005 film Constantine. The reason why we didn't just like go ahead and like do a quick review or anything with it is because this is one that Justin asked me to add. Yeah. Um, I'd never um, seen it before, so it was the first viewing for me. Um, my wife, Michelle, uh, loves this movie. Um, and the when I told her what we were doing this season, she was... Uh, in shock that this wasn't on here. So I said, okay, you know what? Well, I'll talk to Larry and we'll, we'll add it on. I'm, uh, I'm yeah. very easy going with it. Uh, and then next week, just what we'll talk about this beginning and the end, we are reviewing evil dead rise. Um, yes. and we'll be joined by Rachel actually, um, yes. to try to make up for the lost episode. Yeah. I'm uh, I, I think I'm either going to see it on Sunday or Monday. We're going Sunday morning. Okay. It's like church. Ooh. <laughs> it was either that or uh, I was going to go tonight. <laughs> but I was like, mm, maybe not. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Right. I'm excited, man. That movie. So, I know. the <sighs> Devin is bringing a blanket with her, which she normally doesn't do, so she can hide her face because the cheat. The cheat I literally had to sit there and convince her because of the cheese grater. Well, I will say, um, not so, I mean, we'll kind of get into this a little bit, but the... I have seen a review for it because okay. of the new place that I write for now. Yes. Um, they're kind of like all encompass all encompassing when it comes to like media mm-hmm. and entertainment and games and stuff. Um, and their poll quote from their review was just try to keep your eyes open. <laughs> I'm not going to tell Devin that and she's upstairs, so she'll never hear that. <laughs> uh, but what's been new with you? Have you been able to do anything since you've been kind of like working yeah. with a madman and sick? Um, kind of uh so the well i i mean i'll just talk about it now i guess um so i've started writing for a uh new place that's actually canadian based um and i've already told you about congratulations again yes thank you thank you again um yeah they're pretty well uh, established they they've had a mag like a physical magazine uh for about 12 years now um, oh, cool. They were one of the only Canadian media companies giving like voting in the game awards. Oh, fun! Uh, yeah, so so they are very well established and recognized. Um, I don't really remember how it came about, but it 
came about and uh so i'm actually working on my first piece for them which will hopefully be up by the time this goes up it's just for the uh horizon Forbidden west dlc that came out yesterday as a recording um and i have a couple other things in the works for them that i can't talk about um but very exciting stuff um so that also leads into yes i've been playing redacted and also redacted and also redacted (laughs) um but uh i played beat and wrote a review for dead island 2 which is on the discord yep it was it was okay you know it's uh dead island 2 it's good i like cheesy like kind of budget games like kind of janky games those are kind of right up my alley and that's exactly what it is uh, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend eighty dollars on it. Mm-hmm. But it, if you ever find it for like thirty or forty, that's kind of where I'm at with a lot of like new releases. Is like there's been a lot of games that have come out this year that I've been interested in, but the price point for me is like <laughs> I can wait for a sale. I got my my backlog's long enough. Uh, to add to my backlog, I. <laughs> picked up the pixel remasters again <laughs> for uh ps4 because they have a lot of get the trophies get the, trophies. Get the trophies well because they also have boosters and stuff that'll make that easier that's oh, not getting nice. added into the nice added, the, yeah and it won't get added into the pc release just because that's how square is um so i've also already, kind of I've already I, I started journey, so i'm not bad <laughs> yeah i uh i started final fantasy one today i just like cool. my characters and that's it um i've been playing some vr stuff uh man i watched talked to my kids into watching zathura that was pretty oh, cool fun fun yeah i lo- i i forgot how enjoyable that movie is i, I like really that liked movie. that movie mm-hmm. um i finished watching mando which we won't talk about um man i watched love is blind season four done with that uh, yes before you ask I did wait an hour and a half uh, on that uh, on Sunday for the live Sunday show, and continued to watch it until it was over. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is that show is just a train wreck, and I love it. Um, I'm trying to think. I've started to read a little bit more into the Warhammer uh, core rulebook. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, I think. About a month from now, yeah, I think May twenty fourth is I have my first lesson, which I'm excited for, uh, with cool. like the actual physical pieces and a playboard and stuff. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been reading a lot of uh, like role playing uh, core rule books. I got like uh, there's a company called the Free Publishing Company. They do a lot of like the the tie in. Uh, D&D books they did like an aliens one uh, oh fun they have one coming up that I can't say what it is but anyway so they just like sent me a copy of every single one they've ever published so I've just Jesus that's those. cool yeah I looked it up and it was like <laughs> it's like a thousand dollars yeah I was gonna uh, say it's probably really expensive yeah, yeah I mean they, they sent me over just like the PDFs of them uh, but they did offer to send me a physical copy of one of them and if they come through with it, I picked the coolest looking one. Uh, cool. It is the aliens one, and it looks fucking amazing. Um, but man, uh, other than that, I, it sucks because I can't talk about a lot of what I've been playing, but I want to because it's really cool. Um, 
but I just can't. make a note of it and talk about it whenever you can. Yes, soon. Make that Google Doc, Justin. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, oh, and I did see the Super Mario movie as well. Yep, and I thought it was amazing, and I cried multiple mm. times. Um, and this Sunday, I believe our movie of choice is going to be the Power Rangers reunited or one more time or whatever. It's I've called. heard that it tugs the heartstrings, but I've also heard that the writing is bad even for Power Rangers. I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> I without the Pink Ranger and with Tommy being gone, you'll have to let me know how it is because Yeah, I mean I, I, I am it, happy but... to know that it's not because of money that she's not there. Yeah. She was just like doing other stuff and Yeah, and even if it was because of money, I mean Kimberly's like one of like the most popular characters like i'm yeah, sure she was yeah whatever i mean dude in the trailer they said the word kill and that changes the like power ranger where power rangers stand because they never say kill before it's mm-hmm. always destroy or defeat but uh man i'm i'm very excited for that and i know my kids aren't gonna care but i <laughs> you absolutely know care. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I guess not too much. What about you? So for TV, I finished SAO season three, and I'm halfway through season four, which is the final season. How was season three? By the so end season of the three season? is way different than one and two, and it's way better. Hmm. Like I mentioned, it has like is a it final still like as fan servicey? No. Oh, that's good. So and. Going into season four, like, I don't know when it ended. Is it, like, recent that it ended, or? 2021. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, like. Yeah, so there's probably going to be more coming out, I would imagine. I know that a movie just came to theaters for it. Oh, are you going to go to the theater and see it? So not that recently, like a couple of months ago. Oh, (laughs) never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then Chainsaw Man, I think we have, like, two episodes left. Oh, I got to get back to that. I. I watched the episode where they kill the like weird tentacle thing after yeah. the bat, mm-hmm. and then I haven't watched any more. Oh, so you haven't even watched it where it gets good. Oh, okay, all right, okay. I, I actually made Devin wait on the cliffhanger with the last episode we watched just to make her squirm a little bit. Oh no! Movies I've watched a lot. I kind of was like getting a bunch from the library, and I kind of like got a big stack, so I had to get through them. So. Breaking Dawn Part 1 and Part 2. So my Twilight journey is over. We're done. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. retire that. Uh, Constantine, obviously. I watched The Halloween Tree. Did you watch that when you were a kid? No, I have no idea what that is. So it's like a it's an animated kids movie based okay. on the short story by Ray Bradbury, which is about like, these kids who are kind of learned the history of Halloween from this creepy old guy. So it, it was a kids movie that kind of reminded me of like childhood. I watched The Witches, the original one from 1990. That was fantastic. Super Mario Brothers movie, obviously. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. I haven't um, seen that one. That is my third favorite. So it's 1-3 Rogue Nation. I'm trying to think. I've seen 1-2-3. And what one is number four? What one? Ghost Protocol. I think I've seen Ghost Protocol. but That one that, was like lacking it. a villain. And then... I hear Fallout is amazing. That is the next one I have. I'm actually going to be watching that soon. Okay. Interesting. Um, then I watched Goosebumps, A Night in Terror Tower. That was uh, one of my favorite. Me too. Favorite books. Yeah. If, yeah if, if you can't tell, I was kind of feeling like old school, like Halloween movies because it's like yeah. halfway oh, Halloween yeah, right I can now. Tell. 
I watched the original Casper, which I found out that you aren't a big fan of, which is crazy because yeah. it's just a little heart jerker movie. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, uh, Michelle loves it, and even mm-hmm. she, she said, "I know it's not a good movie, but I don't know why, but I love it." <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Okay, I, it's not a good movie, but it's enjoyable. It's cute." Yeah, fuck that. I hate that movie so much. I watched The Cat Returns, which was my next Studio Ghibli movie. Okay, how was? Have that? you seen that? No, I have not. It's like. It might be my favorite. Is it about Totoro or no? No, no. So I don't okay. want to spoil anything, but basically this girl uh, saves a cat who almost gets hit crossing the road. Mm. And the cat, like, thanks her and he says that he's the prince of the cats and he's going to come give her a reward for saving him. But then, like, the cat's dad, the king, is, like, a psycho and, like, kidnaps her and is, like, trying to, like, force him... It, to be her bride, it's like, it's just, it's just weird. But it's got Carrie Yules. Okay, yeah. Is one of the voices, um, and then Tim Curry is one of the voices. But it's like it's also shorter. It's like only like an hour and like twenty minutes, so it's like a shorter. Ghibli oh, that movie. sounds amazing. And that was so. What was what one of the things I loved about the Super Mario Brothers movie too? I'm not gonna lie, it was ninety one yeah. minutes. Yeah. So and the next one I have for Studio Ghibli is Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, I hear that's a good one. So. That one's next. I watched Final Destination 3. It's for our next uh, Scream Queens oh, crossover. I haven't watched it yet. It's bad. And I told Rachel when I recorded with her last night, she's not allowed to watch it on fast speed. She has to suffer. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. It's bad. It's like, it's not like the worst of Hellraiser bad, but it makes the worst of Saw look good. Oh, wow. Already? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then I watched Renfield, actually. Uh, we reviewed that for the Nick Cage show. That'll be coming out. I think that's like our first week of May review. Um, I told you, I know you're busy and stuff, so it's not as easy, but I went into it with really low expectations because the trailer mm-hmm. looked really questionable and low budget. It's awesome. Like you're, It's like not reinventing the wheel. Rachel, kind of a spoiler for our review, said it best. Um, you've seen like 21 Jump Street with Jonah Hill and yeah. it's like that it's like there's nothing crazy about the plot it's not reinventing anything but the writing is like top tier the performances are perfect and it is funny from beginning to end interesting okay it's very right. very very good and I, t- I I mentioned it in the review but I'm a big vampire guy if people don't notice yeah. if you put a vampire in it I will watch it or read it it doesn't take a lot for me um, Nick Cage he, like Bela Lugosi, Christopher Lee, there's a lot of really good Draculas. Gary Oldman. Nick Cage is a very good Count Dracula. He is a very good Count Dracula. It was, I don't want to spoil our review for it, but it was it was very good. Games, uh, plowing through Final Fantasy VII, man. Uh, <laughs> there's no speed up version or like immunity version uh, for it on steam because it's the android port not the playstation port or something i guess so like i just have to grind which is how i'm getting through like the anime as fast as i am because i'm just sitting here just running in circles um but i have to do money all materia emerald ruby and then get a gold choke well that's that's time oh you know just all the all the hard ones (laughs) All the all the grindy ones. So, so I, I have a question. Are you gonna have that done in eight days when uh, J- 
Jedi Survivor comes in. Jedi Survivor is actually going to be a later play for me. Oh, interesting. Because I don't think I will be able to give that enough time before Zelda. Where there's a will, there's a way. And trust me. So you are a crazy person and you can plow through stuff. But, like, for me, like, Zelda is just right there. And I am having a really hard time even wanting to do anything new. Because I know Zelda is just going to be all-encompassing. Yeah, I... Yeah, I do too. (laughs) Um, In fact, like, a couple places that I write for are all like, we need to get ready because it's all anybody because i mean if you think about it breath of the wild guides are still coming out breath of the wild videos are still doing amazing yeah and i I literally watched a breath of the wild speed run on someone beating like in 20 minutes oh speaking of so i've i'm i tried to play breath of the wild once since we've talked about it Mm -hmm. and i stopped very quickly because i don't want to ruin that magic for myself but let and uh oh I did beat my first uh, Ocarina of Time uh, randomizer. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That was uh, very hard. I had to remember something that I kind of forgot about. Um, I have been watching people do Majora's Mask randos and OOT randos. That's just like what I watch when I'm lying in bed now. I watched a two-hour YouTube video essay about why Super Mario Sunshine is the greatest mario of all time so i'm right there with you i'm like like that is my go to bed like soothing vibes oh i also watch a 64 one by the same guy i will say um i have to look this up really quick um Mm -hmm. sgdq starts next month we should watch it together because we both enjoy it we should just hop on here and just like chill because i love so here's the thing though i kind of watch it weirdly i will because i mean i watch it at weird times because and stuff yeah mm-hmm. so what i do is when i get home i'll turn it on and if what they're playing isn't interesting to me i'll just go back to see what they've like um put up on their youtube already oh okay so you don't you don't just watch whatever's live and just go from there no like so what i do is i i will go through the list like i'm looking at the list right now is ten on <laughs> and there? i will um minish cap is luigi's mansion banjo kazooie um Crisis Core is on here. Link Between Worlds. Sorry. Um, I kind of got to go slow because there's so much writing on this. Um, <laughs> Bioshock 2, Metal Gear Salt Twin Snakes, Silent Hill Downpour. Uh, oh, Signals. Oh, my God. Resident Evil 6. Jesus Christ. That's where, that's where we stop. That's where we stop. Uh, I <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking. I'm looking. Um, you tap me I'm out of already... conversation real quick. Talk about Final, Fan- Final Fantasy. Resident Evil oh. 6. Um, a Majora's Mask Blitz randomizer. Have you heard about those? No. Oh, dude. Just. I don't want to spoil it for you. Look up a Blitz randomizer. Okay. Um, it's like my new favorite kind of randomizer, but I don't really see Twilight Princess. There's a lot of Zelda. Um, a lot of Final Fantasy. It's like one every day. No, because usually don't. the Final Fantasy ones are longer, so they're usually like the late night Super. ones, which is what I love. Super Mario sixty four randomizer. Um, on Saturday, uh, Final Fantasy bought four the Pixel remaster. Okay, that makes uh, sense. Four is a really popular speedrunning. And that, yeah, and then Breath of the Wild, Super Metroid, 
there are a lot of really good games this year, but like no Final Fantasy. Interesting. Okay, so the rest of the games I've been doing is a Pokemon trading card game live, just doing the dailies, scratching the itch of not buying physical cards. And then I actually started Super Mario Odyssey when I got home from the movie theater. I'm about halfway done. I'm not trying to 100% it. I'm just trying to like play it before bed and just get a beat. I, after the movie, my kids were like, you have to play this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I'm on, I'm on like Bowser's world. Yeah, it's just nice. Uh, books, yeah. I finished four. Uh, I finished You Just Need to Lose Weight by Aubrey Gordon. I finished Don't Stay Up Late, which is the second Fear Street book. I finished the audiobook called Trust No One, which is like an X-Files anthology. So it's just like 15 short X-Files stories. Okay. And that was that was actually a really cool listen. And then I finished the book uh, Not Everyone is Going to Like You by Rennie Perkins. It's just like a, like a self-affirmation book from like a queer black woman. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was interesting. And then I'm currently reading Gideon the Ninth. Um, that's like our next book club book. Um, it's okay. It's okay. The P is the one who selected it. He likes to pick book with big long names and confusing politics. And I'll leave it there. And other stuff, I went up to Cleveland last week to watch the Yankees play. It was the first time I saw them play since like 2010. So that was super cool. And then, Justin, I found out to, uh, after the Mario movie, the library has video games. Oh, yeah. That's where I get all my Switch games from. And that's what I got. I got Luigi's yeah. Mansion 3. I've never played a single Luigi's Mansion, so I'm ex- as soon as I beat Mario, I want to play Luigi's Mansion. 3 is a good one. It's probably the best one. Um, cool. Yeah, that's literally like I I don't really buy Switch games anymore. I just get them from the library. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about after I beat this getting uh, Smash Brothers because I've actually never played the new one, like the oh. actual story of it because I just don't uh, find it that fun. The, so the story isn't very good. Yeah. But it's fun to play. I like those games. They're fun. All right. Are you ready to talk about Constantine? Uh, yeah, I have to remember it, but yeah. All right, let's <laughs> do it. Superhero horror film directed by Francis Lawrence in his directorial debut. Since then, he directed the post apocalyptic horror film I Am Legend, the romantic drama Water for Elephants, and three of the four Hunger Games movies, along with the spy thriller Red Sparrow. It is loosely based on DC Comics' Hellblazer comic book. We'll talk about that more later. The film stars Keanu Reeves, Rachel Weiss, uh, Shia LaBeouf, Tilda Swinton, and Digimon Hansu. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, sorry if I butchered the shit out of that. But we've talked about Keanu and Tilda for different movies before, so we'll skip over yeah. them. Uh, Rachel Weisz, uh, her breakthrough role came when she was Evelyn Carnahan. I guess that's, I never knew her last name. Ev- Evie and The Mummy from 1999, one yep. of the greatest movies of all time. And she also was in The Mummy Returns. 
She went on to star in several films in the 2000s, including Enemy at the Gate, About a Boy, Runaway Jury, Constantine, The Fountain, Fred Claus, and Lovely Bones. For her performance as an activist in the 2005 thriller The Constant Gardener, she won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress, um, which is super cool. In 2010, she continued to star in bigger budget movies such as The Bourne Legacy, which I've never, I've only seen the first Bourne movie and it didn't stick with me, so. I'm, um, it's, those movies are okay, um, but man, that game is, they made a game of the first one. Really? Yeah, and it's really good. Uh, most recently, she played Molina Vostokov in the MCU film Black Widow. I don't think I ever saw that one. I didn't see it either. Shia LaBeouf, uh, Even Stevens, Transformers, and he's kind of a piece of shit, so we'll just leave it there. Yep. Uh, again, I don't know how to say his last name, so I'm going to try again. Uh, Jimin Hansu made his film debut in Without You, I'm Nothing. And then he earned widespread recognition for his role as Sinke in the Steven Spielberg film Amistad. He gained further recognition for his roles in Gladiator, In America, and Blood Diamond, receiving nominations for Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for both of those two latter films. He also was the antagonist in Furious 7. I didn't... I, I don't watch that. I've only seen yet. the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, in the MCU, he portrays Korath the Pursuer in Guardians of the Galaxy in Captain Marvel and the second episode of What If. In the DC Extended Universe, this is, again, before James Gunn took over, he is the Fisherman King in Aquaman and Shazam in Shazam. Okay. So there you go. Shot in a budget of $70 million. Hold on, hold on. You're not going to talk about the best acting choice in the whole movie. Peter Stormare as Lucifer. Oh, I... Sorry. I, I am a I love Peter Stormare. I will watch anything with Peter Stormare in it. So like I was we'll get to this but I like I liked the performance but what do I know him from? Cuz I couldn't place him. Uh he's in Fargo, Armageddon, The Brothers Grimm. Armageddon. Who's he in Armageddon? Um um Lev Andropov. He's the Russian cosmonaut. Dude, he's in a ton. Here, let me see. Peter Stormare. Let's see what he is best known for. Constantine, John Wick 2, Armageddon, Bad Boys 2. Um, he played the vampire god brand in Castlevania. Oh, okay. Uh, American Gods. I've only uh, read the book. Oh. Um. Have you played until? Well, yeah, we've played until dawn. He's the doctor. Holy shit, he is. Okay, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. cool. He's he's in like he uh, he's in uh, like Mercenary of Playgrounds. Uh, I think he's in Mercenaries too. Have you ever seen? Did you ever watch any of the old Black Ops commercials, like Call of Duty Black Ops commercials? Oh my god, here. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, okay. I will. I will watch it in the uh, post section. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna put the link in here. So the film was shot on a budget of seventy to hundred million dollars, and it grossed over two hundred and thirty million dollars at the box office. The character of John Constantine was introduced by comic book writer creator Alan Moore in the Saga of Swamp Thing number thirty seven, which originally came out in June of nineteen eighty five. In nineteen eighty eight, the character was given his own comic book, 
Hellblazer. Alan Moore has been disappointed by previous adaptations of his comics from Hell and the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and refused to be credited or even associated with this film, asking that his royalties be distributed among the other creators of the character. Constantine incorporated elements of Garth Ennis's Dangerous Habits story arc from comic issues number 41 to 46, uh, such as the inclusion of Papa Midnight um, from the original Sins paperback. The film's title was changed from Hellblazer to Constantine to avoid any confusion with Clive Barker's Hellraiser films. In fact, the comic series was originally going to be titled Hellraiser, but was retitled to avoid any confusion at all with the Hellraiser film franchise. Reeves played uh, the role of John Constantine with his real-life American accent and black hair. Uh, the character in the comics is actually from Liverpool, England, and is drawn to resemble the musician Sting. Hmm. So there you go. For the film, Constantine was also given the psychic ability to see the half-breeds as they truly are. This led him to attempt suicide, causing his damnation, which in the comics was punishment for summoning a demon that kills a little girl. Additionally, the resolution of the lung cancer plotline in the film was amended so that Lucifer willingly saves the redeemed Constantine to give him a second chance at failing, rather than being tricked into doing so. Yeah, I think I like this better. It's less grim. Yeah, yeah. It's less grim. So, the sequel. In 2011, director Francis Lawrence stated regarding a sequel, It's interesting that over the years, Constantine seems like it's become, like it has this sort of cult following, which has been great. It has been embraced it would be great to figure out a sequel, and if we did, we've been trying to figure the right one out. It would be great to do the really dark, scary version. We got caught in that weird PG-13R No Man's Land, and we should do the hard R scary version, which I would love to do. I agree. I think that would be awesome. It was announced in November 2012 that Guillermo del Toro had signed a deal to write and direct a Justice League dark film which would center around the supernatural characters with Constantine among them. In May 2019, Reeves stated that he is open to reprising the role in the future. In November of 2020, Stormare, Lucifer, announced in a post on Instagram that his sequel was in the works, though neither representatives for Warner Brothers nor Reeves responded to requests for comment. In December of 2021, Reeves again expressed interest in doing a sequel. I would love to be John Constantine again. In September of 2022, Deadline reported that Warner Brothers will develop a Constantine sequel with Keanu Reeves set to return in the lead role. Francis Lawrence will return as a film's director with Akira Goldsman writing the screenplay. Goldsman will also produce alongside J.J. Abrams and Hannah Mingle. I know I've seen like clips of uh, Keanu Reeves saying like he would love to do it and if somebody would let them he would lo- he would absolutely love to do it so I, I hope it happens but I mean you never know so Justin is going to do a quick plot summary no 60 seconds just give it us the rundown as his voice continues to recover so the floor <laughs> is yours Fred <clears throat> sorry about that okay <clears throat> so uh yeah, when it starts, uh, these two people are digging for something. 
uh, in the middle of the desert, and it turns out to be like the uh, oh, what is it called? The like spear of it's the the spear that uh, hurt Jesus or whatever. Um, and then they kind of like cut to uh, John Constantine. He's like dealing with like a, a demon who took over a little girl, and we get to see that whole like interesting like go into the mirror and then kind of kick the mirror out i i love weird stuff like that even though the cgi is not good uh, yeah. uh and then we find the detective rachel uh, Weiss. yeah rachel uh whatever her character's name is <laughs> um her twin just committed suicide and so she's trying to figure that out and then obviously like constantine and or cross paths because uh, he like visited her and he could like visit her in hell and uh, he uh, Constantine also talks to his uh, I don't remember his position in the church because I don't know church that well uh, <laughs> the guy who drinks till he dies the pastor the reverend oh he's a pa- yeah, I don't know I don't know what this <laughs> bishop or something I don't know I don't know the bishop else. I don't it's know the rules. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so uh, his friend, the pastor guy, can like touch people and basically like see things about them. Um, he also seems to have like the vision. Uh, and then he see he goes to the dead twin and like kind of finds this like interesting mark on her hand, I think, or like arm or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my favorite scenes in the scene, probably in this movie, probably where he like drowns himself in alcohol without actually like knowing he is uh because the demon balthazar is like that was really tricky. cool yeah he like tricks him into doing it um and then while he's dying he like stabs the thing into his hand which mm-hmm. is insane um and then yeah anyways it all kind of like <laughs> comes to the conclusion that uh Ga- gabriel is uh tilda swinton uh, is like trying to bring about Gabriel is Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the climax. She is. Yeah. <laughs> she um, is. Uh, she's trying to bring about like the son of Lucifer, mm-hmm. and uh, his his uh, host is uh, Rachel. And then to kind of get uh, Lucifer's attention, John Constantine sacrifices himself. Because uh, he is the only soul that Lucifer himself would come and collect. Uh, so as he's like dying, he, Lucifer comes and asks him, or like they have like a little back and forth. And I love Peter Stormare in this role; he's just amazing. Um, yeah. And then obviously Lucifer finds after John tells him to go look in the other room, he sees that his son's trying to come back. Kind of deals with that, makes Gabriel uh, uh, a mortal, not immortal a mortal um, and then gives Constantine another go around because basically he doesn't want God to have Constantine he wants to give him another chance to be an asshole um, oh and it's kind of during all this um, what's his face assholeness uh, Shia LaBeouf died the booth uh, yeah he died um, I don't remember how but I never really cared he gets slammed into the ceiling really hard right I know in the post credit scene we like see him as an angel yep. which is weird yep uh, it's super weird um but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, talking that much from my throat. So. <laughs> okay, so then let's talk about plot then. Uh, kind of my quick thoughts on it are: yes. 
it's your early 2000s comic book fair right yeah. not a whole lot of stakes and it's like before like the mcu yeah like kinda... it's the kind of movie when where the credits hit i expect to hear lincoln park yeah yeah that's a really <laughs> really good way to describe it yeah. um my i thought it was fine we're getting into more there's probably an acting so i'll save it for that but but my i had one issue with it and they kept talking about how it was someone from god's side had had to be behind it yeah it was so obvious it was gabriel oh absolutely it was because it was the only angel we met yeah yeah absolutely like i i I agree with you i think it would have been interesting if we had met like a bunch of them and then it was yeah then it would even if we met like three of them and then be like okay well it could be it's a little bit of something yeah because it was just so obvious and like i never and it was interesting when I was doing the research to kind of feel like the read that they were kind of stuck between the R and the PG thirteen world, because there's a lot of times like, I never really thought Rachel Weiss was at like risk. No, absolutely not. I was no. surprised Shia LaBeouf died. Yeah, like, that was like the one time where like a death kind of caught me off guard. Um, but I think my problem with the plot, like I thought it was cool. I loved the Lucifer confrontation with Keanu smoking. I thought that was literally the, the last like 10 minutes I thought was like top tier. Yeah. But we never really got an explanation about like how the spear of destiny was like found or like yeah, what like led it to be found at that. There. Yeah. Yeah. It has felt very like MacGuffin-y throughout. Oh, I agree. I agree. And it's, I, it's I not think... bad. This was not like, a bad plot. No. It's one of those like, it's you said, like a pop the Lincoln Park like... movie. Yeah. yeah, it's a Lincoln Park movie, absolutely, and like, I mean, that's what I, I mean. I know my wife loves this movie, um, yeah. but I'm 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 in it for like the last ten minutes. That is like why I yeah. watch this movie is because I like the last ten minutes. And um, there are things I do like in both plot and acting, which we'll talk about. But sorry, in cinematography and acting, and things I, I don't like too. But like overall, with plot, it's more just like there is some very really safe. It was safe. There are some really interesting characters that kind of coincide with John Constantine. Um, like Swamp Thing, we talked about that there, is one that kind of plays with them and who I think would be really cool. And like Batman, interact with them and stuff. And I would have liked to have seen him like, and maybe this is like a post-MCU kind of world, like live in the yeah like that wider well, world and that's why i think if they did do another movie it would be the movie maybe they wanted to make originally yeah where because they could include that kind of stuff whereas back then it was kind of the wild west and nobody really yeah made blockbuster superhero movies unless you're spider-man but i had nothing like really like to like sing of its praises or to critique because yeah. like it's just like it's like okay it's like okay yeah exactly no i agree it's just it's okay i gave it a seven i gave it a six and a half cinematography the cgi Um, is bad the cgi is bad there are some scenes that i do like that i felt i feel like some of the close-ups of the demons like with the half heads yeah. I thought when it was a close-up one-shot of them, it looked very cool, looked very wet, like slimy. Yeah. But the moment they 
like backed off of it or made them move more than just like a turning of the head it looked like shit you could see it you could see you could see the lines literally the, <laughs> yeah. yeah the the final sequence where like you said the, the coolest part of the whole movie is like you get taken away whenever you see the thing trying to come through Rachel Weiss's stomach yeah because like that is a very terrifying thing, but the way they did it and with how like exaggerated it was like a bubble. Like it didn't yeah. like look like it was her skin anymore. It was like there was again, like the stakes were kinda gone. I did really like though when he was like running through the windows of or the walls of that apartment building, chasing after her when she got pulled away. Yeah. I thought that was really coolly shot. Again, it's more like similar to plot. It's like there are some cool things and there are some things that are like Yeah. I, yeah. I still I still say like that the scene where the pastor drinks himself to death is like I love that because it's like weirdly I didn't understand really what hot. was hap yeah I didn't understand what was happening I thought he was like trying I thought he was like dry so he was trying to get water and yeah. then when he realized he had been drinking the whole time it like blew my mind I was like oh that's fucking cool yeah well it's because like oh my god CGI that worked well <laughs> um, I liked the setup for him to like put his feet in the thing to transport <laughs> yeah that was cool the cat the cat yeah. the cat getting closer to the the other side um i like tilda swinton giving her rings wings ripped off a la uh dogma <laughs> yeah yep um no I, again overall like it's it hasn't aged well, but we've kind of talked about that a lot in the show where cinematography. It's a lot of those like late can be hurt by CGI. Late nineties, early two thousands is just like oh, it's rough. Yeah. So I and I do think mention this in plot, mention it here again, just to kind of hit on it. Trying to ride the line of a light R slash heavy PG thirteen makes for a movie that definitely feels like you're afraid to do anything. Yeah, because, I mean, even if you think about... Um, I can't remember the guy's name who died because of, like, the plague, basically. Like the, yeah. Or the swarm the of locusts. Yes. Um, that was really cool, and I think they should have, like, leaned more into... Because there are ways to do PG yes. like that. They did it in The Mummy with the yeah. beetles under the skin. Exactly, exactly. But they, yeah, it, I don't know. It just ended up being feeling uh, weird and, like... Yeah. It didn't know what it wanted to do. I think in the middle part of like our intermission between seasons, I think we're gonna do the mummy. <laughs> okay. That movie scares the shit out of me. Okay. Did I ever All tell right, you about I that? guess no. And you're gonna save that because that's okay. that's something I want to know, but we're gonna okay. save that. I mean so. I literally I'm surprised because every time somebody mentions the mummy I bring it up, so I'm surprised I haven't said it yet. Okay. Interesting. Right, yeah. Okay. I gave it a six and a half for cinematography. I gave it a seven. Um mostly because A that bottle scene and I didn't look super great, but I really liked when Peter Stormare was like dragging Constantine and you could see like him doing his, because he did his good deed, God was like owning his soul now. So yeah. it got like harder and harder for him. I too. loved that. Yeah. And like to him, like taking the cancer out was like weird and mm -hmm. grossed me a little bit, but yeah. Acting. So I liked some of the perfect circle songs we got throughout, or, or, or audio. I like some of the perfect circle songs we got throughout. That's probably going to be what kicks off this uh, review section because I'm a, I'm a sucker for perfect circle. Uh, there are performances I liked. There are performances that I did not care for. 
I thought that Peter Stromare Lucifer was fantastic. I thought Rachel Weiss is fantastic. I've yet to see her in a movie where I did not think she was fantastic. Yeah. I thought Papa Midnight was great. Even though Shia LaBeouf is a douchebag, I think that he plays the role he played in this really well. Because he's a douchebag. <laughs> because he's a douchebag. Like he is, he is fits that character. It's why he was good at Transformers. It's why they cast yeah. him to potentially be the next Indiana Jones with that oh. shitty crystal skull. Like, there's a reason why he was cast, like, in this role. And so he did fine. Um, I oddly felt Tilda Swinton left a lot to be desired. Yeah, it was just... I, I was going to say, I think this might be one of her, like, one her like one role that I didn't really enjoy her in. There was nothing special about it. Like, you yeah. think about some of her performances, like, in the Suspiria remake or whatever, like, where she's just, like, like she could have been a very, a much more intimidating Gabriel yeah. Especially when that's the only angel introduced to and Gabriel is like evil. Like I feel like we needed more. Yeah. Tilda no, can I... give more. <laughs> and we didn't get it. Um and then this is gonna cause me hell, but I until the end where he was acting opposite Stormare, dude, I don't understand Keanu. It's not I it's not that I don't like him, because it's not that. It's just like People fucking love him, and I, I just don't get it. I did. It's the reason why. Like, yes, I like the Matrix, but like, it's not like my thing. Oh man, I just, I just don't get Keanu. Oh, he's I, amazing in the Matrix. Have you, like, <laughs> do you like him in John Wick? I've only seen the first one, and it did was you like okay. Him in John Wick? Oh, it was man. okay. That man is a saint. <laughs> it, again, like I'm not knocking him as a person. It's just like. <laughs> no, I, I, I just don't under like I know when that cyberpunk trailer it's came out and they Canadian, saw Keanu. <laughs> I have no problem. So I think Brendan Fraser played a Canadian one time, but like I, I just he this is like he's so like dull. Speed? He, you don't like speed? I like Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. So I, I, speed's I'm, I'm just right there a, with you. Yeah. Um. Um. I don't know. I, I'm not saying I'm definitely not saying he's bad because he's not. It's just. Color me as someone who does not understand the Keanu Reeves like obsession because I'm just yeah, not that guy. I mean, I I I do really like the man. Uh, yeah, and that's fine. I, he he has some acting that is real bad, but then he has <laughs> acting that I enjoy. Like, I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And that Ted's is one where I do like Adventure. him, but I think that yeah. that plays into his uh, dude really yeah. well. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I mean I I, I like him in the mate the first Matrix, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then John Wick. I love him, and I I do really like him in this. I I think, I think now he would do a lot better job. Oh man, I, yeah, I I, I like him in this. I I don't, do I think he's fantastic in this. No, but I do I I think he does a good job with the character. What I would like to see is him opposite Robert Pattinson's Batman. Interesting. Because, because, like, they're both detectives and stuff. And, like, I think Robert Pattinson was really, really good in the Batman. Is the Batman 2 happening? Oh, yeah. It's coming out next year. Oh, man. That's so long. I've heard... uh, I haven't found anything for sure, but I've heard uh, Mr. Freeze is going to be our bad guy. That'd be cool. That'd be... That'd be super cool. All I'm saying, better be Arnold. (laughs) Better make a return. (laughs) 
And he better uh, still have his like <laughs> his uh, his like Visa Mastercard. <laughs> that was Batman. Oh right, sorry. Because they were yes, competing was... for Poison Ivy's love. Right, right. <laughs> that fucking movie. Okay. <laughs> I gave it a six and a half radio. I gave it a seven. I don't know. Something about the like moody vibe really does it for me too. How scary. This one is going to be low. <laughs> um, I can tell you right now. I, I think there are a few things that work and don't work for this. I think um, one of the one of the things that really works for me in regards to this is, I mean, I'll bring it up again, the drinking scene. Because okay. when you, you're watching it, you don't – that's the thing is you don't understand what's happening. Yeah. And, and then you do, obviously, and it's like, oh, fuck, he was, like, drowning, drowning. himself and didn't know it. That's the thought of like being able to do that uh, freaks me out. <laughs> um, yeah, and the bugs, man. When they like find him covered in bugs, I, I, I do not like bugs. <laughs> uh, um, so for me, yeah. I was initially like thinking this might be way scarier than I thought it was going to be because that initial possession sequence with the mirror. And again, that's like when we see the one demon and it definitely looks a lot scarier than like hordes. Yeah. Because the CGI, like I thought that was like really cool, really well done. And I was like, okay, so this is going to be like what we're getting throughout it. I do agree the drinking scene was really good. The bug thing doesn't bother me, but it sounds like you might have a thing with that. So we can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> but overall, I'm trying to think of like other scary superhero movies. And the first one that comes to mind is Blade. Because there's a lot of shit in Blade that is, like, legitimately scary. Like, when he and, didn't open his eyes and they, like, had to CGI <laughs> his eyes open. That is scary. <laughs> I was thinking the scene where the guy goes to the dance club and they start spraying blood down. That's, like, that's the part, that's the only part that everybody remembers because that's the only good part in that movie. I like the end, too, where he, like, kills the whole, like, vampire council. Or Damien. Oh. Like the I'll bad guy, that. I'll have to watch that again. Oh yeah, there's a sequence at the very end where Damien tricks all the vampire princes and princesses, and like uses their blood to turn him into like the vampire god. Mm, I don't remember and, that. Oh yeah, it's pretty grim shit. But anyways, I I thought this was way. I want to tell you, I was <coughs> way scared than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely not. <laughs> so I gave it a four. Yeah, I for gave the it a two three. scenes you listed, and then the one that the opening sequence yeah i gave it a three okay perfect we kind of bounced around we sat around each other so for review our yeah. scores for plot i gave it a seven you gave it a six and a half for cinematography i gave it a six and a half you gave it a seven for audio i gave it a six and a half you gave it a seven and for how scary i gave it a four you gave it a three that gives it a here's johnny final score of a 59 which is pretty much dead center Justin, with a 59, it is tied with two video games, Clock Tower 3 in Dino Crisis, and the film Thirst. Right below it, film-wise, we have Blair Witch 2016, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Event Horizon, Halloween 2, Scream 5, and Carrie. Right above it, film-wise, we have The Day the Earth Stood Still, the 60. I would watch a sequel to this. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I would too, because... My wife is obsessed with this movie. Also, uh, you said the new Batman movie is next year? Yeah. It is 2025. 
Oh, October sh- 3rd. Jesus the Christ. The Penguin Show is next year. Okay. I mean, it's Colin Farrell, so I'll watch it. <laughs> oh, for sure. I wish it was Danny DeVito, but I'll take Colin Farrell. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Colin Farrell. All right, guys, stick around after the commercial for the closing of the podcast, and then we'll head on in to the Patreon section. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders. And nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. As stated at the beginning of the episode, next week we'll be recording our review of Evil Dead Rise and we'll be joined by Rachel, which will be fun. I think all our Evil Dead stuff we've ever done has been with her, except for the games. She did not want to play the PS2 I don't blame her. Um, <laughs> that first PS1 do... game was fucking scuffed, dude. Did did we do one with Matt? Evil Dead? Yeah. We might have. Maybe the first one? The games that we did for Evil Dead, obviously we did the new one. Yeah. And then... That, people did not like that one. <laughs> uh, and then we did Fistful of Boomstick and Hail to the King. Hail to the King was fucking hard. That was a hard game. Yeah, that was a very hard game. Fistful of Boomstick was just like your normal like PS2. It was a schlocky shooter. Like, yeah. It was, yeah. But yeah, Evil Dead Rise is next week. Um, any last thoughts, Justin, before we head to the Patreon section? I'm really excited that we get a new Evil Dead movie. I want to game. Um I just I where's the next saw or spiral? I know. I am also right there with you that we're getting a new one and I am just ecstatic there that is it appears. A new saw movie coming out this year. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do that in October. Yeah, I fuck. I didn't know. It's the okay, one that's cool. not tied to uh spiral. Stop I think John talking. Kramer I'm pretty just, sure John Kramer's back. Yeah, he is. And so yeah. is Shawnee Smith. Stop fucking yourself, Saw. Stop. Come on. Like, learn from your mistakes. Oh Guy, oh, there's a Meg. There, I was going to talk to you about this. I kind of want to review the Meg, too. Well, I don't even think I've ever, I ever saw the Meg. Really? Yeah. It's just Jason Statham chasing around a giant shark. I've Yeah, I've never watched it, but I will. Guys, they were hanging out with those patrons. Stick around. We have some campfire questions. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord 
into the website. We are also on Instagram at here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, You guys helped make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.